previously on Star Trek Excelsior. The Excelsior must intercept and destroy two enemy battle cruisers before they return to base. Should we fail, the Federation will be caught up in a galactic war it cannot possibly survive. The scans were clean. You're half right. There was something else. It's those space stations. The sword was already falling. I'm sick. He has a neurological condition called Ellerin Syndrome. Once it takes hold, it causes a breakdown of the chemical chains which store memory. No wonder his father wanted to keep him out of Starfleet. Some sufferers have experienced virtually complete memory breakdown. Their lives were, for all intents and purposes, over. So why would he have run away? You heard him. He wanted adventure. Abandon ship! Abandon ship! Court Sirs, the renegade has been destroyed. This isn't just some artifact. I'm surprised you recognize it. I don't know how it got to Narcos, but this Ansible was built by the Scion of the Stars. The Scions are here. They've sent out a distress call. What? We didn't make it. They've... They've successfully alerted the garrison on Gevinon. Major, what do we know about this planet? Not much. It's a garrison world, and we know that includes mostly troops who aren't aquatic lifeforms. We believe there's a series of linked underwater habitat bubbles where the landwalkers, like us, maintain the military outpost. What was that? We've hit Atmo, sir. We're descending to the surface of giving on Prime. The Renegade's been lost with all hands. The whole Gavinon system knows we're here, knows we know about the sword. As soon as the Ion Storm passes and it's safe to travel again, the whole Blue Gale fleet will know about it. The Federation is a few weeks from total annihilation, and we're trapped in a gas cloud surrounded by 300 ships. Where the hell were you, Jovan? I've got something. Alien starship? That must be the Excelsior. The Federation ship has been destroyed. Maker. Then we're stranded out here, alone. I'm not going to let us die out here, Simon. That's a promise. Get ready for landfall. Put on your best bluegill faces. We're going to have to blend in. And now, the continuation. Ten hours later, La Belle de la Concorde, Paris, Earth. The industry is projecting a net yield three points lower than the geological survey. Uh, really? I had such high hopes for mineral development in the Fortasic sector. Nice of Shah Namaka to let us know. In that case, Madam President, I'll have to withdraw my... Madam, 
President, we apologize for the interruption. Couldn't Clytemnestra on a secure channel for you. Ah, good. I've been expecting her. Ministers, delegates, representatives, as this is a matter of the utmost sensitivity, I must ask you to leave the room. We'll resume in five minutes. Thank you. Of course. Thank you, Madam President. I'll have my office Chris, forward those Chris, documents to you. Uh, do you think we can uh, touch base Please later? Please contact my office. Oh, Admiral Jaro, you may stay. Please put Clytemnestra through to my office. Thank you. Madam President, Admiral Jaro. Admiral Parker. Athos. I was expecting General Hanas. General Hanas was to contact you. If we had good news. What are you saying? Mr. Rawls' deadline expired this morning at 0200 Union time. That was ten hours ago. We must assume the worst. I see. Uh, excuse me. Assume the worst about what? Madam President? I understand. Is there... Anything else I can do, ma'am? You've done enough, haven't you, Admiral? Stand by for new orders. Goodbye. Madam President, what's Fleet going Admiral on? Admiral Jaro, by the power vested in me as President of the United Federation of Planets, I hereby declare a state of galactic emergency. As of this moment, the Federation is at Defense Condition 1. Please carry out the appropriate procedures. DEFCON 1? I believe you're mistaken, Madam President. DEFCON 1 is a state of war. You're correct. I misspoke. The Federation is now at DEFCON 0. What? That's the retreat code, Madam President. That's for when we lose a war. That's when Starfleet's been destroyed and the Borg have assimilated Paris. Good. You heard me correctly. DEFCON Zero, Admiral. Madam President, what the hell is going on? That information is on a need-to-know basis, Admiral. I am Commander-in-Chief of the Armed Forces, and you just ordered me to close the borders, enact martial law, and begin evacuating the core worlds! I need to know! No, Admiral. You do not. You are to rendezvous with the evacuation fleet and make for the Galactic Barrier. Maximum warp. And what then? Get out of this galaxy, Admiral. You and anyone else who's left by the time you get there. Now, <clears throat> if you'll excuse me. Where are you going? The war room. I have to supervise the evacuation of 200 prosperous worlds. Paris is beautiful this time of day. Remember that horizon, Admiral. You may never see its like again. Godspeed, Excelsior. Meanwhile, on Bluegill Occupy Gevinon. What? It's a lovely garden in a habitat bubble under the sea. Right. Where they have that damn place searching for us. So much for blooding in. <laughs> 
Just keep your head down and it's a great spot for a picnic. Do you hear that? It's me. It's me. Oh. I Did found you... it. <sighs> okay, go ahead. The transporter pad is about 50 meters that way, through those trees. If it's like the others we've used, it should activate automatically as soon as we're on it. And give us all a terrific bout of nausea. I know. This will have to be the last one. We've been running for so long. We need to rest. Major. Sir? The pad is 50 away. Can we make it? The nearest search pad is closing faster. It's all open ground between here and the pad. Sorry, sir. They're going to have a clear shot at us. Any other options? No, sir. We'll just have to risk it. Simon, get ready to run. Yeah, boss. On four, everyone. One, two, three, four. Covering fire! <laughs> Sir, covering fire. Almost there, boss. Is everyone ready? No disorientation this time. We move! Sir, yes, sir. Sir! That tree! I see it! Ten meters. Everybody ready! And now! Come on! We need to... Is everyone alright? Simon! What's wrong? Neva! You have a field medic certificate? Yes, sir. Simon, you're cutting uh, your head. Is that where it hurts? Uh, um, yeah. Just... Just a terrible taste and sickness. Like the other times. I'm fine, boss. I'm fine. Okay, we need to keep moving. The family on this side will already know we're here. They'll have more after us in a matter of minutes. Just like the last five jumps. Hold on a minute, sir. Simon? Did you see the way this teleport is powered? The rest of us didn't fall down right on top of it. I think that's a small dilithium crystal housing right there. Simon, you don't have time to study the inner mechanics of Blue teleport platforms. Those troops are barely a minute behind us. This, this swamp we've discovered might finally give us a place to hide and rest. We've been running without a break for almost ten hours. We can't waste this chance. Boss, I can do this. There it is. We tried that the first time, remember? It didn't keep them from porting in. just kept us from porting out again. Yeah, but we didn't try this. There. Everybody back on the teleport. What? Follow my lead. Simon! Get down! I'm pinned down! I can't see the teleport! Same here! I'll cover you, sirs. 
Go! I'm 30 seconds behind you. I'll hold you to that, Major. Neva, go! Yes, sir! Thirty seconds, Major. Sir, yes, sir. Fast. Ow! Ow! Alex, just the teleportation sickness. Wait, where's the teleport platform? Simon, there isn't one. I used the lithium bleed off to supercharge the targeting sensors. Meaning? The pad can't lock on anywhere. It will try one set of coordinates for 30 seconds or so, then try another random set of coordinates, and none of it will be logged. We've beamed out at random. Are you saying we're untraceable? Yeah, we are. After 10 hours, I thought we'd earned the rest. Where's Neva? She didn't follow you through? No, she came through before. <laughs> Neva! Come on! Neva! Sir! Come on, we're off the sensors, but we still don't know where we are. We need to get out of the main passage. I... I can't, sir! What? That's an order, Commander. Stop leaning against the wall and double-time it. Sir, I'm not leaning. My arm, it's... Oh, Aker! It's fused! Fused with the stone wall of the tunnel! Commander, are you in pain? Just a little. I'll get you out of there. I don't suppose I need to add. Be careful. I'm going to cut this as close to your skin as possible. The beam may burn. Just get me out of this wall, sir. You need bandages. I'll be fine. Where's the Major? Simon? Alex, it's been over a minute. The random coordinates will have changed. He's gone, boss. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the... No, who am I kidding? This is the Starship Excelsior. We use an ancient gateway to explore the farthest reaches of the galaxy. Our assignment is to find out what we can and come back alive. The rest is rhetoric. Starring Larry Phelan as Commander Alcar Dovan. Samuel Gillis as Lieutenant Alex Lorock. Kennedy as Lieutenant Commander Neva. Michael Liebman as Alex Roll. Gareth Bowley as Joshua Underwood. Emily Potter as Dr. Melissa Sharp. And Caitlin Haney as Asuka Yubari. The Sword of Damocles, Part 8. What happened on Gavilan Prime?
Were there any safety protocols active at all? I didn't have time. So you ran out onto a teleport platform without checking the risks, without waiting for orders, without relaying critical information to your team. I'm sorry, boss. And Neva ended up beamed into a wall. What if the beam had picked coordinates a meter to the left? She'd have materialized inside the wall. That is not a very tenable position for a woman who wants to continue being alive, is it? I'm sorry, boss. I didn't think... That's right, you didn't think. And you may have just cost the Major his life. Sir. Commander Neva, I need a word with you. In private. Yes, sir. Sir, I have to add that Simon acted rashly, but it may not have been his fault. Explain. As an Orion woman, my body produces a powerful natural pheromone which can affect me and those around me. I usually take a suppressant every 24 hours. But it's been a lot longer than 20 hours since we left the Excelsior. What symptoms should we expect? Rashness, adrenaline, competitiveness, rage, and physical excitement, sir. I see. When? We're already feeling the effects. You included, sir. It's not just the chase that's pumping you full of adrenaline. Spast. It might be easier to resist if we'd had any real sleep in the past two days. There's one other thing. Simon's medical scan. I know the transporter sickness is a natural consequence of using the bluegill teleports without insects in our heads, but Simon seems more affected than the rest of us. Why? That's something else I wanted to talk to you about. The medical tricorder has to be broken. Why is that? When I scanned Simon, it came up blinking a diagnosis in bright red. But it's impossible. He can't be suffering from Ellerin syndrome. Oh no. How? He's been doing so well. How can he have a relapse now? A relapse? Sir, you don't relapse with Ellerin syndrome. You can't, because it never goes into remission. Simon's did. You're saying that boy, Simon Westlake, has had a degenerative brain disease from birth that has left him with degraded intelligence, hobbled mobility, and permanent imprisonment in calming, peaceful settings? The boy who just rewired an alien transporter you couldn't make heads or tails of in 30 seconds under enemy fire? I had a friend on Colt. His older cousin had Ellerin's, and brother, that boy couldn't spell his name by the time he was Simon's age. Like I said, Simon is in remission. You put a teenager with Ellerin syndrome on an away team? He's 19, and you didn't object when you thought he was healthy. He could have died. He might still die. Yeah, and if we just left him on the Excelsior, he'd be dead already, just like everyone else. Believe what you want. What could have triggered the relapse? The teleports? Your pheromones? You mean other than the fact that Ellerin sufferers can't be put under pressure because it exponentially accelerates the disease's growth? We did just dike an alien parasite out of his brainstem. That was after it burrowed into the back of his head and punched a breathing hole in his neck. Infestation might not have been entirely safe for Simon's brain chemistry. I want you to look into it further. Confirm the diagnosis. And where are you going? We haven't eaten since breakfast three days ago. We need food. We can't stay here forever. These tunnels are artificially lit. They'll find us eventually. Mr. Westlake, a word. Simon? Over here. 
what are you doing curled up in a corner? Killed him. I killed the Major. Oh, blimey. Excelsior's gone. All our friends are dead. We're counting on each other to stay alive. And then you are. And I... Hey, hey. You made a mistake, Westlake. And, yeah, it was a stupid one. But we don't know what happened to the Major. What we do know is that we all would have been pinned down back there with no way of escaping. If you hadn't figured out the teleporter when you did, that was brilliant. No, it was stupid. Safety is always Lieutenant Lark's top priority. It was my fault. Yes, it was. I just feel so foggy. My brain just isn't quite... You're tired, Simon. It's been a long day. I'd offer you a sedative, but our med kit went up with the Anbar. So I'll make it an order instead. Take that shirt off, use it for a pillow, and get some shut-eye. Yes, Nava. I'm sorry. Don't mention it. Starfleet could use a few more men who cry. Commander, don't tell Alex. Sleep, Simon. I'm only in the mood for good news, Yubari. It's not a matter of your mood, sir. It's a matter of my talent. Fortunately for you, I am enormously talented. Here are my firing solutions. We've calibrated it to achieve 100% effect with a 47% safety margin. If you can stay alive long enough to deliver the compliment, you will accomplish the objective. Excellent work, Lieutenant. All we need now is a compliment to deliver. Adao, I... Where's Adao? She'll be by in a moment, sir. My pilots and I have been working with her on the torpedoes. It's been a grueling eight hours, but they're assembled, and we've imprinted half of them with a magnetic resonance signature you asked for. So will you have the rest done on schedule? Ahead of schedule, Isaac, by several hours. Good. Then you can help me install these damn holographic emitters on the hull. My people alone can't do that many EVAs between now and zero hour. Captain? Agreed. Those emitters are nearly as important as the resonance signatures. I'd like to give my pilots some rest before zero hour, sir. They've been working hard, and you're asking a lot of them. No more of them than anyone else on this ship. Request denied. I'm sorry. We'll make it work, sir. Good. Lieutenant... One more thing. The power draw on these hollow emitters is bigger than we thought. It's going to drain shield power when we turn them on. Not acceptable. We need full shields come zero hour. You're asking these emitters to project the image of a ship three times our length and 10,000 times our volume. It's going to draw extra power. You want it from shields or life support? Life support. Do it. Uh, uh, understood. I'm sorry. Sorry. Underwood. You're late. Sorry, Dovan. I was asleep. Sleeping. Yes, I know. Not your fault. I turned off your alarm clock. You'd just come off a 30-hour shift, and you're going to be up for the next 48, too. You needed a break. I'll brief you in a moment. Anything else, people? Me, Captain. I think everyone will want to hear this. You have the floor, Mr. Rawl. When I was ordered to retrieve General Brahms and the Excelsior, I was given a deadline. If we failed to report back in three weeks, Starfleet would assume I had failed and that the Bluegills were now aware of our existence. And uh, when does that deadline expire? Eleven hours ago. If procedure was followed, and I'm sure it was, 
that Admiral Parker has contacted the President of the Federation. She has declared a state of emergency and... and begun evacuating the Core Worlds. What? The Core Worlds? What about the colonies? I have family on Coloscrin. I don't know all the details. Have they mobilized the reserve fleet? Where in the stars will they send Folks. all those refugees? Folks, he said he doesn't know. And frankly, we don't need to be thinking about it. Keep your eyes on the mission, keep the rest of the bluegills from finding out we were ever here, and everything will be back to normal by the time we get home. Good work today. Keep it up. Adao, Yubari, Rawl, you're dismissed. Brahms, Underwood, with me. Sir. Sir. Harkless, either get a cup of coffee or toss yourself out in airlock. Stay awake, people. Keep working. It's good to see you out of your quarters, Dovam. You had us worried there. Thanks for minding the store, Underwood. I failed, Dovam. The Bluegills made it back to their outlying base, and now we're facing hundreds of ships instead of two. I'm in no position to gloat. Let's move on. Brahms, fill him in. Commander, at 0617 hours this morning, Captain Dovan, with my support, formally authorized implementation of Starfleet General Order 24 in this star system. General Order 24. That one isn't... Wait... 24? The extermination of all life on an entire planet? That's still on the books? Captain Kirk used it once or twice to bluff his way out of a couple sticky wickets a century ago, and Command wanted to preserve the option. Well, yes. But you're not supposed to actually use it. Glassing an entire planet? It's practically xenocide! It's war, Commander. That planet is a military base. We are a military vessel. End of line. Well... Underwood... If you choose to recuse yourself from this mission on moral grounds, I won't stop you. No. No, I'm with you, Dovam. Good. Three officers have already taken me up on that offer, and I can't afford to lose someone with your experience. Something else. On my way down here, I stopped by Astrometrics. If you took the fastest route from your quarters to engineering, Astrometrics is in the opposite direction. I was looking for evidence of the scions of the stars. Well, since we recovered that damaged Ansible from the Renegade, I may have found them. Impossible. We can't trace the signal the Ansible's picking up. We know there must be another Ansible somewhere in the system, but... True. True. A direct trace is impossible. But the ion storm out there is still getting stronger. Too strong even for the scions, maybe. You found something in the storm? You know how, when it's dark outside and pouring rain, when the lightning flashes, you can sometimes just barely make out the outline of a person? Only it's so faint you can't tell if it's a person or if you're just too knackered to see straight? Finally, a science metaphor I can understand. Is it definitely the Scions? Sounds more like a sensor ghost. It could be. Still, my sensor ghost is right out at the edge of the system. I'd like to investigate further if I have the chance. There's too much to do. We can't... Actually, there may be an opportunity for you to do exactly that, Commander. I'll fill you in later. Speaking of which, while you were in Astrometrics, did you happen to see a weather report? The Ion Storm is stronger and larger than anything I've ever seen. It should peak in 15 hours. 
Zero hour. As planned. Targeting sensors are getting to be a problem even within the heliopause. If a ship were to leave the safe harbor of a star system, it would be destroyed in a matter of hours. I don't care if you're a one-man fighter or a Borg tactical cube. Frankly, I'm having trouble accepting this as a natural phenomenon. Dark matter or no. I don't think it is natural. My chief of operations on the Renegade seemed to think that this ion storm was somehow being generated by the scions of the stars. Why? I don't know. Operations was dead before I had the chance to debrief him. Could be the Scions are looking out for us. Doubtful. Well, that brings you up to speed, Underwood. I'll meet you in sickbay, Dovan. Dovan. I just wanted to say... You're doing a hell of a job here. Thank you, Underwood. But, uh, no... All I've done is remind the crew that the Excelsior can't lose as long as they fight for her. They believe that because they are the best crew in the fleet. No. They are the best crew in the fleet, but they believe they're going to succeed because you do. And that's amazing because you know it isn't true. You know every single person on this ship is going to be dead. Gee, Josephat. It's that obvious? Only to me. The plan might work. Yes, it might. A thousand to one against, but it might. But this crew, these people... Aren't going to be alive to find out. I know. And you're not letting them see one inch of that. They believe, and that's one hell of a thing. I misjudged you, Dovan. You're a bad captain by any standard. But I'm starting to think this ship has a taste for bad captains. Now, what about the possibility of investigating the Scion Shadow I saw? Later. I need to get to sickbay, and this part of the plan may take a little while. Here's a pad with the rest of the details on our attack. See that the preparations continue on schedule. Anyone who doesn't know what we're up against, tell them. Even the Sword of Damocles. Especially the Sword of Damocles. They deserve to know what they're dying for. Will do. And those scans of you baris I keep hearing about? Later. Dismissed. Twenty-two hundred and nine. What? Quick! The square root of twenty-two hundred and nine. No, no, don't tell me. Don't say anything. Square root twenty-two hundred and nine is forty-seven. Simon, are you awake? I'm fine, Neva. I mean, Commander, ma'am. Just a bad dream. I'm hungry. Xavik's back. Not yet. How's your head? Fine. It's fine. I'm going to just run a scan. I'm up. Of course I'm sure. You have the Scion's teeth. You do. Hands in the air if you want your hosts intact. Whoa. My hands are up. Simon, you too. Yes, ma'am. He called her ma'am. What in Arcadia are you doing here? Which family are you with? 
Jazz, I think they're internal affairs. Is that true? Are you from internal affairs? Yes, sir. We were sent to test your family's security perimeter. And I must say, it's looking mighty secure. Well done. Sure. Just coincidence you were in here to crash our ceremony. What, your Invisifields fail? Your Duke's too busy putting in those silly uniforms to train you on battery use? Easy, Shaz. I know. Just mad. How'd they find out? It doesn't matter. They knew enough to send investigators. Hold on. Are you two engaged in criminal activity of some kind? Nice try. But they don't have evidence to arrest, or they wouldn't have sent spies. We kill them, consecrate a new meeting place, plug the leak. Look, whatever you're up to, I'm sure we can work something out. I'll bet it was Vork. Had to be. Doesn't matter. A few, um... A little money greases a lot of palms in my family. Shut up! So, I shoot them? No, wait. The sacrifice. We can save the woman for the sacrifice. It will please the Scions. Scions? Did you say Scions? Don't answer that. She just wants to get us on record as worshippers. I'm not an idiot, Shaz. What about the boy? His blood. It smells wrong. Execute him. You sure? Get the hell away from Simon. What the? No sudden movements. I'm armed. Visser, now. <laughs> ah. They're down? They're down. What happened? How'd they get to you? Didn't you post a guard? I did have guard duty, sir, but then Simon... Never mind, sir. It's my fault. See that it doesn't happen again. We can't afford that kind of sloppiness. Well, all right then, sir. We have to get out of here. Simon's right. I found a place. Food and shelter. I'm sold. What about these two? They won't wake up for a while. True. They're unconscious. But they said they had friends coming. If they're discovered before we get away... And the big hairy one said he could smell Simon's blood. They could track us. Do you recognize the species? No. The other one might be a Malon, but most of the species on this planet are new to me. Even those big whales we keep seeing outside the habitat bubbles. Those whales were once the free people that ruled this planet. Remember that. Do you think we can remove those bluegills? The host can make good allies. It's too late. According to the Major's briefing, the parasite completely obliterates the personality of the host within a few weeks of infestation. These hosts have probably been infested since birth. That's horrible. We have to get out of here. Simon, I want you to wait outside in the vestibule. I'll be along in a moment. The vesti... what? The vestibule. Outside. Oh, right, boss. His diagnosis? Right the first time. It's Ellerin Syndrome. Back with a vengeance. My fault. One more lost teammate to my name. How long does he have? It's already started. He's beginning to notice himself forgetting things he used to know. Vestibule, for example. The square of 47. But I don't think he's put the pieces together yet. Commander, I'd like to ask you to wait outside, too. Couldn't we just take them prisoner? Prisoner? Sure. Guard duty went so well before we had two physically enhanced enemy soldiers to keep an eye on. I was asking a question as your mission XO. And I answered it. Why are you being so hard on us, sir? 
I couldn't care less, but Simon... Because I want you both coming back from this alive. Dismissed. Yes, sir. Okay, you two. A friend of mine has a saying. A just society must go to any lengths to defend itself. The sound of their necks shattering would stay with Alexander Lorak until the end of his days. You can stop pretending to be unconscious, Major. You can fool my medic, but you can't fool me. All right. Now if I might- Don't turn around. We broke you out of Parallax Hospital. Every security officer in the city knows your face. And this building has lots of security. Just keep staring out the window. Don't make eye contact with the hover cars. And anybody will think we're just having a pleasant conversation with a few. Okay. This city. The Blue Gills built it? Yes, they did. Why? Well, it's magnificent. Here we are, so far underwater, the pressure will crack a whale wide open. Surrounded by the uttermost black, so they've lit it up from beneath, from the sidewalks and the bases of their apartments and the roofs of their skyscrapers. Locals call it the City of the Deep. But its official name is Neb Terid Tramil Net Makitem Kamose. Behold the metal city, shimmering in blue and white. This habitat bubble is more than a kilometer wide and a kilometer high. I had no idea they were capable of such. Beauty? Long ago, before the Zero called themselves the Zero, they left a very beautiful place called Triassa that had been their home. But... Now they're a race of psychopathic parasites, and it's best not to forget that. Which brings us to you, Major. Don't I know you from somewhere? Your voice... I don't know where the rest of your team is, but you stepped on a faulty teleporter. You materialized in a commuter garden, two stories above the ground. The fall left you with a broken leg, a concussion, two fractured ribs, and, if we hadn't intervened, a session of torture at the hands of the bugger authorities. Buggers. Got it. I know who you are. Sure. I'm Skipper Sam Cox of the SS Anbar. And your captain, Rachel Cortez, is without question the dumbest Vulcan I've ever met. And that's saying something, because she's the only Vulcan I've ever met. What in God's name are you people doing back here? Me and my crew didn't plunge ourselves back into the jaws of hell just so Rachel and her Excelsior crew could come back here and set the Sword of Damocles swinging all over again. Skipper, Captain Cortez is... is dead, Mom. Oh. She was the only family I had left. How did it happen? Ambushed on a diplomatic mission. She ordered her first officer, Captain Dovan, to return to the Anbar with her dying breath. We never found out why, Mom. I guess she wouldn't have been fool enough to try a rescue mission. Not with so much at stake. Would she? 
but that doesn't make your being here any less of a complication. If not a rescue, why? I- I'm sorry, Mom. The children. Did they get back to Earth all right? Well, it's been a right hell integrating them into regular society. Given that everything they've ever known has been classified so high, even the classification is classified. <gasps> but they're home, they're safe, and they're living with the other Anbar survivors in a rural part of New Zealand. That's on Earth? Uh, yes, Mom. Major, you don't know how much that means to me. Three months living here in the city trying to help my crew blend in and hoping this Beetlejuice stuff holds out, it counted. Unfortunately, Major, your three friends have dropped off the radar. This is the comm tower, the hub of all military and civilian communication on Gevanon. My crew has gained access to almost all of it, and we're not hearing anything. We have less than 12 hours to find them. Why? What happens in 12 hours, Mom? We haven't been lazing about for the last three months, Major. We rescued an Ansible from the Anbar and kept it from falling into enemy hands. We contacted some old friends of ours, and they've been moving into position for weeks now. They've stirred up the ion storm of the century, raging through the nebula. It's taken days to build up, and in 11 hours, 13 minutes, that ion storm will hit its peak. We're busting out of here, Major. We're going to convince the buggers they're being attacked, use the cover of the storm to our advantage, and then we're going to hitch a ride with the scions of the stars while the buggers have got their pants down. You coming? This is the place. Can't see a thing. Here, I took a few torches off the bluegills back there, along with Simon's new uniform. Wow, I'm not sure I've ever seen vegetation this thick above ground. What are the bluegills doing, growing it in a big plastic bubble in the darkest part of the ocean? Hydroponics, I imagine. What I can't figure out is where the energy comes from. There's no sunlight down here. Neva? Why are you blowing on a leaf? It's the tide, sir. Sorry? The soil beneath us isn't just hard-packed. When I came through the teleport, I kicked it, and I realized it's actually fixed to the ground, like a dirt turf. And did you notice? The soil is actually quite damp all the way through. It was wet, recently, and it wasn't some farming sprinkler that did it. And the leaf? Well, just look at it. It's brown. They're all brown. No photosynthesis. And look at that shape. It's all wrong if they're trying to capture light. But the way it spins when I blow on it, all 360 degrees, it's almost like a rotor. I think the tide still comes in, even all the way down here. The floor beneath the soil layer is probably a fine mesh to allow the seawater to pass through. The sea rises past these leaves, and the microcurrents make the leaves spin. The leaves process that mechanical energy into complex sugars, which nourish the plant. Then the tide goes down, creating more microcurrents, and the harvesters come through to pick up the day's crop yield. Basically, most plants run on solar power. These are running on hydropower. You figured out all that from kicking some dirt and blowing on a leaf? I'm an operations officer. It's her job. Yes, sir, it is. 
Wow, it was brilliant. Thank you, Simon. I didn't even understand half of what you said. Oh. Simon, why don't you take the lead here? You did a great job of it when we were on the run. Here's the tricorder. You have a light? Right here, boss. We need to talk. Yep. About you, sir. Sorry, what? With all due respect, sir, I'm finding your attitude challenging. What's that supposed to mean? I just mean, it makes no difference to me. I'm an officer. Command me however you like. But I think, in the interest of Simon, we should both try to smile a little more. Smile? Neither we're trapped behind enemy lines on a planet controlled by a race as dangerous as the Borg. One of our team has gone missing, likely captured. The Federation's a few weeks away from all-out invasion thanks to the sort of Damocles. One of our team is a young man. A child? Yes, all right, a child, thank you, who is suffering from a grave mental disease that is going to break down his intelligence to nothing in a matter of days. And our shipmates, neither, our friends, are all dead. Dovin, Roll, the Excelsior, even Adal, gone. If I started smiling now, he'd think I was insane. You've got to do something before he starts thinking we're about to die. And you know, it's not making it any easier for me to smile this thing you're doing to me. Excuse me, sir? I'm sorry, that came out wrong. Yeah, it did. I'm being affected by my pheromones every bit as much as you. Okay, you have no idea what you're talking about. You think so? You think so, sir? And another thing! Stop calling me sir! Don't you get it? There are only three of us left! Our ranks don't matter anymore! What? No! I refuse, sir! Our rank always matters! It's who we are! Ha! The Major's rank didn't mean anything in the end! All the pips on the Excelsior didn't do them any good! It's not the pips! It's the people who have them and what they stand for. If you can't see that, you're an idiot who doesn't deserve them. Take them off. What? Take them off. Ah! There. Can we get on with surviving now? Am I to understand that there is no effective difference of rank between us at this time, Alex? Why are we still wasting time on this? Yes, fine, I just abolished rank. Good. Ah! What the hell? All right, you want to do this the hard way. I'm game. That's the last punch you land on me today. Stop it, stop it. I have a disease that's stealing my intelligence minute by minute, and I'm still acting older than the two of you put together. Don't look at me that way. Of course I knew my syndrome is back. You think someone can't tell when they're getting dumber by the hour? I was just waiting for you to talk to me about it. But you're too busy fighting over a bunch of rank pips. At your bloody age. Do you understand? <laughs> Simon, are you... <laughs> Simon! Simon! Fever! He's burning up! Put some of the dirt on his forehead. It's still cold. Where's the tricorder? I've got it.
Is there anything we can do? It's all right. It's just a spell. They happen in stage two Ellerin patients. He's going to wake up groggy and very, well, stupid. But he'll mostly recover after a few minutes. Just don't be fooled. He'll seem like he's getting better, but whatever the wasting did to Simon's brain to fix it, the infestation did just the opposite. There'll be more spells like this, and more frequently. Tricorder says to keep him cool and elevate the head. I'll put his head in my lap. There. Look, he was completely right. I don't know what came over me. The pheromones are no excuse for taking your pips like that. Let's keep this conversation as short as possible. How are we going to get Simon home safe? I don't know. We need intel. Not just launch codes and star charts, information that helps us get back to the Federation, but something for Starfleet. Something about the Bluegills, something that might give us an edge when they launch the invasion. And maybe find the Major. What are you thinking? I'm not sure. Remember the comm tower in the city? Somebody mentioned it when we were trying to sneak out of the spaceport while we landed. True, but they also mentioned that it was heavily guarded. We'd never make it. No, I suppose not. On the other hand... You obviously have an idea. The spaceport computer must have a lot of information about their fleet and its capabilities. Ha! Good luck getting in there. Don't you remember? That's how they caught us the first time. We were on the run for half a day. We'd be recognized the moment we got into the computer room. True. But that's not the only computer bank at that spaceport. I don't follow. It's a hybrid spaceport, remember? Half of it is inside the habitat bunny, which is where we disembarked. And half of it was in the ocean, where the aquatics disembarked, and where they have the major shipyards. Uh-oh. Neither. I think the three of us are going on a cake. Can we wake him up now? Yes, I think he's stable. But I'm taking it slow. Do we have to? My patient might not like what I'm about to do to her, but I'm not going to endanger her. What about Ensign Hermes? Felipe was infested for months. There's nothing left of him in there. There's only one patient on that biobed. Ethics. All right. I'll be in the operating ward with Brahms. Tell Isaac to be careful with that cell culture. It's a strain of the wasting. Yes, ma'am. Where? Alive. Are you in pain? You did this to me? Yes. Why? That's what Cressida said. Is it contempt or regret? What about pity? Just contempt with more perfume. Who is Cressida? I hated her more than anyone in the universe. Until today. 
Oh, good. I have a rival. I was wounded. She didn't know who I was. Didn't even know I was intelligent. Just that I was hurt. She... I couldn't tell where she took me, but I could hear her singing the whole time. I only knew when she was asleep, when it was finally quiet. And then? It was amazing. What I was able to do with that body. Run, sleep, wash my face. I stared at the dust suspended in the sunlight for hours. She was my first. Did I say that? Everything she took for granted was mine. And I did not waste that gift, old mole. Not for one minute. (sighs) But I could never sing. Really sing like she did. Isn't this where you usually say something cloying and self-righteous, doctor? Regret? Or contempt? I need your help. Really? I've been asked to perform a surgery on you. Go on. We're gonna transplant you and your queen parasite from Ensign Hermes's abdomen into Isaac Brahms. Not that I object to being given a new healthy host, but don't you have a rule against cruel and unusual punishment? I'm not finished. General Brahms was long ago dosed with a compound called Betelgeuse. It's a neural suppressant that will prevent you from taking control of his body. So I'll be... what? Just awake in General Brahms' body? Paralyzed, powerless, and mute? (laughs) So it's a punishment for me, then. A taste of my own medicine? Only for the duration of the mission. Which is? They haven't told me. But when they get back, I'll remove you from Brahms. And put me back in Hermes? I think it's time we let Felipe rest in peace. So what do you need from me, Doctor? Your consent. Excuse me? I can't perform a medically unnecessary and potentially dangerous surgery on you without your consent. So all I have to do is say no and I get to keep this body? If you say no, I'll refuse to perform the surgery. Captain Dovan will ask Dr. Make to do it instead. He'll agree, but he lacks my expertise. So I'm supposed to agree, because otherwise I'll die. What? Like you don't want to die? Come on. Lie to them, not to me. I know you. (sighs) What was that name you called me when I first woke up? Pseudo. I got sick of calling you Old Mole. What's your real name? Suto will define old mole. It means fake, does it not? 
consent. Okay. Mike, get Adela in here and prep this man for surgery. Yes, Melissa. Isaac Brahms? Doctor. I'm going to put you under now. By all means. Alcar, I'm going to have to ask you to clear the room. This is going to be a long and challenging surgery. If you want to observe, you can do it from the waiting no, room. No, thank you, Melissa. Bolian's stomachs are weak enough as it is. Thanks for doing I this. I have the patient's consent. No thanking is required. Then, good luck. Out, Alcar. You look troubled, Dovan. Are you just lurking out here for me? Preparations are going well. But I need the captain's clearance for a few of the details. Oh, let me see. I'm keeping secrets from my doctor, and I don't like it. Speaking of which, this petri dish here contains an active culture of the telepathic disease known as the wasting. I need it transferred to the top security locker in the secondary armory in marine country. Isn't that armory closed down? Something about serious hull damage sustained while undocking from a... Melandrian space station? Exactly. Just get it there, and don't drop it. I assume there's some reason there's no biocontainment protection on it? Couldn't steal it otherwise. How are the hollow projections? <sighs> Visually impressive, but frankly, Dovan, there's nothing Chief Adao can do to make a hologram stand up to even a cursory sensor examination for more than a few minutes. You're holding our solution to that in your hands. I don't understand. But you're not going to tell me. No. So, let's move on. Ubari's scans. Now, you said there was something special about them. Something only Captain Cortez would notice after a long night of study. Yes, so I did. All right, in here. Marine country. These space stations from the scans, remember them? Why, yes. Unidentified. We're still under construction, in fact. We avoided them on our way to meet the Amber, but other than their surprising size, Ubari's readings made them look quite dull. So they do. The architecture is totally unfamiliar, so we assumed we'll be making another first contact at some point in the future. And then, Captain Cortez did this. Subspace displacement topograph. So, we can identify their warp signature? Why would we want to do that with a race we don't know anyway? Because at every station there are two distinct sets of warp signatures. Two different races, working together to build a shared border. Give me that! These stations are being built by the Borg and the Bluegills. Correct. Which means they're working together. Some kind of armistice. I believe that if we had scans of their entire territory, we would see cooperative space stations like this all along the entire Borg-Bluegill border. The only thing that has prevented the conquest of the galaxy for the last 19 years has been the secret war between the Borg and the Bluegills. And they're on the verge of declaring peace. How? Why? I don't know. 
Brahms was even more stunned about it than I was. He never imagined anything like this was possible. At least now we know. Captain Cortez didn't send us out here because she was high on painkillers. She didn't send us out here to recover a weapon or to bring down Isaac Brahms. She didn't send us to the Anbar so we could rescue it. She sent us out here in order to restart the greatest and most destructive war in recorded history. That battle plan you're holding? I'm not sure if it's my plan or if it's been Captain Cortez's plan all along. My God! She'd have to be a genius! Or just a very good judge of character, Commander. Dismissed, Underwood. I'll see you at zero hour. To be concluded. In that episode of Star Trek Excelsior, Simon Westlake was played by Lee Sands. The Major, Chris Bainbridge. Pseudo Hermes, Thomas Barnes. Joshua Underwood, Gareth Bowley. Skipper Sam Cox. Elise Crowley. Kinesh Edel, Carla Bandetta. Isaac Brahms, Julian Bain. President of the Federation, Katie Gomez. Admiral Parker, Nathan Lisney. Fleet Admiral Jero, Robert Hawk. Bluegill Cultist 1, Clay Duggar. Bluegill Cultist 2, John Allen. Minister of Resources, Clay Duggar. Presidential aide, John Bass. Nurse, Mike Hennessy. Guard 1, Gary Colbert. Guard 2, Jim Smagata. The Binars, Janet Green and Tess Haddon. Narrator, Mike Hennessy. Executive produced and written for audio by James Haney. Co-produced by Mike Hennessy. Consulting producer, Michael Blades. Post-production by Gary Colbaum, James Smagata, Andy Thompson, Mike Hennessy, and Sean Lampon. Line producers were Mark Shepard, Luke Hardy, Shannon Miller, and Sam Shapiro. Artwork by Caitlin Ferreira. Theme music by Samuel Gillis. More music credits are available at StarshipExcelsior.com. Special thanks to Michael Hudson, Baxter Turnham, Emily Potter, the Excelsior role-playing game, and Gene Roddenberry. No infringement is intended against Star Trek, which remains the property of CBS Paramount Television. Hi, James here. I usually use this space to advertise for Excelsior or somebody else's show, but today I'd rather like to invite you on what was once the greatest adventure of my life, and which could be yours, too. Star Trek Excelsior began life as a role-playing game. Many of these characters you know and love on the show today sprang from the minds of my friends and shipmates on the Excelsior RPG years ago. I played Alcar Dovan and kept the dog tags. Six years later, the audio drama has started to travel off in its own direction, but the game goes on. With a newly minted captain running the ship, I won't spoil anybody by saying who, the old girl is past due for some fresh blood, and the command team has launched a recruitment drive. If you've ever pictured yourself on the bridge of the starship Excelsior, or any Starfleet vessel for that matter, or said to yourself, hey, I could write this show, then this is an opportunity you won't want to miss. Set a course for www.ussexcelsior.com. Take a look at the forums where the game is played. Right now, the crew is exploring Planet L, a world deep in the Delta Quadrant, alongside the Romulan crew of the IRV Impetus. Fill out a character application and send it off to the command team. We'll be glad to see you on board. And who knows, maybe one day, if you stick around long enough, you'll hear a voice actor playing your character right here on the Star Trek Excelsior audio drama. Once again, that's www.ussexcelsior.com. And remember, wherever you go, there you are. The grand finale is coming. Star Trek Excelsior will conclude its third season in The Graceful End, coming later this year. This 
has been an Excelsior production. <laughs>